Blog Talk Radio. Keep doing your thing because you never know. I might be sitting at home with a chicken bone, see y'all on TV. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I know them, you know. Real name, 
Chance has come a long way, and his music Thank you, Jesus. is... Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> this is the voice, and as I said before... Good evening, good evening. This is ATAVP live on Blog Talk Radio. Your host, TAZ. And in the house, I have soul, R&B, jazz, funk, singer, and songwriter, Karen Bernard. KB is in the house. How are you doing, Karen? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, yeah. It's an honor, first of all, to have you on the show. Uh, Thank you I for went, having me. I went through the things you've done, and I was like, after I got through, I I, I had to take a I had to take a break. <laughs> I was like, she did a lot, <laughs> a whole lot, <laughs> and I kept yeah. reading through. Yeah, I kept reading through it. I was like, wow. And then, you know, a few more times, wow. And the way, and I, I I try to listen to everybody. I try to listen to everything. And you just slipped through the cracks. I I, yeah. I heard a couple of songs, but you mm-hmm. just slipped through the cracks. And I'm like, how could I miss her? So I listened to the music, and I was like, I don't know why I missed it because I was like, man, I like that song. And then the next song, I like that song. Then after that, <laughs> it was a rap. When I listened to the third song, I said, oh, I got to get I gotta get in contact with her. This is, Oh, yeah, I got to get in contact with her. Oh, good. And then to, to top it off, doing the radio show this Saturday, my co-host, KC, she played a song of yours. And oh, she did? Then it just certified it. I was falling out after that. I said, you know she's going to be on the show Thursday. She's like, what? <laughs> that, oh, you know was, what song uh, it was? It was Inspire. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I was tripping again, so I was, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have her on the show. So I wanted to just talk to you like a regular phone call. We're just talking about music. We're talking about your music. Uh, how did you start? Well, um, well, hmm. Well, I, my very beginnings, I started when I was seven. I won a contest singing, and the pomp and circumstance made me know that that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So then in school, I studied music, and I majored in music in college and high school and all that good stuff. And then when I graduated, I went to college for music. I only stayed a year because I was um, uh, coming back and forth, you know, um, singing with. Are you familiar with the Joneses? That's like, that's a doo-wop group, but it was all guys. But in the, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I sang with them for about a year or two right out out of high school while I was in college. And and then from there, I, I just started getting uh, gigs with different artists, singing background in the studio for them. And, you know, and my career was always there, you know, um, 
ready to bloom, but you know, you got to start somewhere. So I just started singing backgrounds right. for different artists, and they would pass my name around and hire me on the spot like that. And here I am today. And you were, and you were born in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Yep. Where are wow. you located? That, nah, I'm I'm in Texas right now, but I was born in Ohio. And you were, uh, Army you were born Brad, where? <laughs> in Ohio. Oh, okay. What part of Texas? And uh, I'm in Grand Prairie, which is outside of Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh, I- Okay. Oh, yeah. Eric is from Oak Cliff, and um, I have two friends that are in Dallas, too. Yeah, okay. Cool. I'm listening to your accent. (laughs) I I got an accent? I got it. I'm going to have to ask my friends. I got an accent? Uh, I do not know. I'm sure I do, too, you know, for for you. (laughs) From being from Brooklyn and New York. A lot of my friends are from New York, so... I'm used oh, okay. to it, really. Okay. It's like, it kind of reminds me of home because everybody that was in the Army I was stationed with, there's always somebody from New York mm-hmm. that's hanging mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. Are we all over the <laughs> world, child. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's that's how we met uh, uh, Randy Mueller, uh, the lead. Oh, okay. The leader mm-hmm. of uh, Brass Construction and, you know, writing songs for Sky and whatnot. And yeah, I told nice him guy. about all the stuff he did. We yeah. went in the club with no money to go just <laughs> talk to him and my friend from New York. He said, well, with your music knowledge, you'll be able to wow him, and we'll get in for free. And I'm like, look at him, I'm like, right? So I talked <laughs> to him, and sure enough, dude said, hey, they are my guests. And we've been friends with Randy for a while. And he said oh, I nice. was in the Army, but I met some met a lot of people that way. Um, nice. Yeah, he's a nice guy. You're, did did you ever do anything for him, by the way? Since, uh, since we no, brought, not since for I him. him no, I haven't. But we, we're we like associates. I, I We know each other and have seen each other at different events and stuff like that. But no, I've never done anything with him. Mm-mm. Not yet. Okay. Uh, I'm, I might as well just go down the line of people that I know. Uh, Kipper Kipper Jones, have you ever met him? Chipper? Kipper. K no. K I P P E R. Oh Kipper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Wait. Yeah. Is he that's, what I'm getting ready to say. That, that's that's my brother right there. That's, we we are real tight. Uh, okay. I guess, yeah, we're uh, friends on Facebook. Okay. Uh Charlie uh, not not Charlie Singleton off of Cameo, but uh, Tommy Jenkins. Mm-mm. But my girlfriend from, from Texas are, are, are good friends with them. But now. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm close with him as well. We got the same initials. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, the music that you do, uh, what, I mean, like, what makes you say, this is one song I'm going to sing on. I know the background part, but your music, your own music that you put out, what determines uh, the reason why you want to sing on that song? Is it the music or you can sing to anything or you can write to anything? No, it's, it's, 
what makes something melodic in the uh, track that inspires me or that you know I I feel or something about it that I like and makes me want to either write to it or you know or whatever like um, when I do my original music and um, I usually do all my backgrounds too or uh, sometimes I have friends that I hire that come in and sing background with me. But usually, when you know, when somebody gives me a track and I like it, that usually inspires me mm-hmm. to want to do something with it. Okay. And you do all your writing. Yeah. Um, I also, um, I work with other writers as well, but for the most part, all of my CDs and albums have been me writing a couple of collabos with a few people. But usually, yeah. Right. Me and me and my partner, who um, his name is Greg Spooner. He's a producer, and you know he's my musical director and all that good stuff with my band. Okay, cool. Um, I got to get these four songs in because I want to hear them. I just downloaded them and put them on my switchboard. Uh, the first song I like to play is the Comfort Zone Remix. Is it? That's the remix, yeah. right? Yeah, the remix. Could you explain okay. that before I play well, it? Well, it's a remix of the original. The original is on my CD, um, Planting Seeds, and a guy named Six Cents did the remix. So um, that's what you're about to play, the remix of Comfort Zone, the remix of the original. The original is... Um, it's kind of like a slower, mellower kind of vibe. And this one just gives you a little p- more punch and juice, you know. Like you tap your feet and bob your head kind of thing.
Hill. I like that. Thanks. Comfort zone. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I hadn't heard it, but I, I remembered it halfway through, and I started, oh, yeah, I remember this. So, yeah, yeah, I like, I like that <laughs> Did song. Did you have heard the I original? Like that song. Yes, I heard both versions, and I like, oh, I okay, like them both. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you. Um, I wanted to talk about the jingles. You did some jingles, and I was tripping because out of, out of all the ones that I read, of course, you did Dentini, uh, Denny's, Fresca, Budweiser, but the main one that I was tripping on was Kool-Aid. And knowing that oh. I seen, <laughs> I thought I seen every Kool-Aid commercial I could see or hear. How did you get involved doing that? I mean, probably through all the other jingles that you you did do, like Burger King, Oliver Lay. There's a there's a few of them here. Yeah, um, my uh, I got into the jingle industry. My cousin was he worked at an advertising agency. And they were looking, his friend was looking for a singer to do something with Tone Loke. And um, Tone Loke was in L.A. and I was mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. And my cousin referred me and the owner of the company, which is which was another brother, he heard my voice and he liked my voice and he hired me for that. So that was my actually first jingle that I ever did. And Tone Loke was in L.A. and wow. I was in um, Brooklyn, and he did his part, and I did my part. And you know, you know, technology affords you to be able to, you know, make that happen. And they put it together, right. and it became a Budweiser jingle, and, and and it played for it played for a while too. That was good. That was a nice way wow. to introduce me to the industry. And you actually uh, did warm up performing for the Bill Cosby Show. What was that like? I, you know, each show that you see, not the reality shows, but each show, scripted show that you see, has warm-ups. And usually it's comedians who warm up the audience before the the series or show actually starts. So I was the warm-up with four guys. It was four guys and myself. And um, we were like the singers, and we would sing, you know, before the Cosby show started and before they started going on air and we were singing between commercials and stuff like that. And I um I got that through a friend who I was in the play with Mama I Wanna Sing. We were in the same play together mm-hmm. and that was his hookup. So he kinda of brought me into that. That was really yeah, fun. Yeah. That was that was really fun. Have you ever, since you've been singing, have you ever just rested and chilled out? Because you, you, it seemed like you were working every day. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, that's my career and, and my job and occupation, you know. So I'm I'm thankful that I can do what I love to do most as a living. But, yeah, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we rested. You know, we rested in between. And, <laughs> you know, you get your little snoozes and things in between. But... You know, the hustle is real, and, you know, if you're not like a Janet or a Whitney, you know, you um, right. you make your own way. You kind of make your own niche. So I had to do that, and part of one of my niches is being a background singer for Shaka and, you know, so many other artists, D'Angelo, Erica, 
uh, Mary J., you know, and, and that's been through people referring me. Or, well, for instance, Mary actually saw me at Atlantic City with her husband at the time, who I won't mention his name because he's the past. But um, she saw me at Atlantic City singing with Shaka for Malcolm, I mean, Malcolm, sorry, um, Martin Luther King's birthday. And she told me when she hired me, after she hired me, she said, when I saw you take your solo, I said, oh, she's a beast that I must have. And I was like, oh, I took that as a compliment. And then the next thing I knew, her road manager was calling me, and I actually hung up on him because I thought it was one of my friends playing around with me. When he called, I hung up on him twice, and the last time he was like, all right, Karen, I'm not going to call your ass back no more. So if you hang up, that's it. (laughs) So I was like, is this really? Right. (laughs) That was funny. But, yeah, I worked with her for Um, the Love and Light tour, basically, for about two and a half years. Um, one of my friends said after listening to Comfort Zone that uh, just that powerful voice, Erica Badu, Central Side, Comfort Zone is what it sounds like to me, absolutely flawless. Oh, thank you. Got a text from one of my friends who's listening in. Um, thank you, friend, who's what listening like in. To... <laughs> what do you... <laughs> like to do best do you do you like the the hustle and grind of putting out your own music or do you like the backup singing better or i love both both. probably the same i love Mm -hmm. both uh what i love about background singing is people don't understand it's an art it's really an art and a lot of people think they could just get up there and sing background no to sing background you have to have an excellent ear and you have to be able to blend with different voices, no matter who or what the voice is, you have to be able to fit yourself in between the voices to blend so that you can sound like one voice. Singing lead is my, I mean, you know, I was born to do that. So that's kind of natural and innate. So I love singing lead. I love writing and creating. I love working with my band. But I absolutely love singing background as well. So I enjoy, you know, singing background for different artists. And I enjoy singing background for myself, you know. And I enjoy meeting different singers that sing background and just being creative in the studio and our voices blending like butter. And, you know, it's just it's a beautiful experience. But it is an art and it's it's one that you have to hone. You know, you got to hone your craft, you know. It's not auto-tunes, which I can't stand. I just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, go on. I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I can't stand here, it. Here, here. Do you, do you remember when the, um, okay, Stevie Wonder and the and the um, Troutman brothers used to use a vo, vo, vocoder back in the 70s? Yeah, vocoder, yeah. Vocoder right. and... Um, it 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 wasn't like auto tunes because auto tunes is totally electronic, it, it, yeah. yeah. But the vocoder was like they had they played a keyboard along with that pipe that was in their mouth that was connected to the keyboard and it just gave a synthesized kind of thing. But it was their voice kind of doing stuff. Auto tunes to me is just uh, 
I, I just I just can't stand it. I, I, it first came out when it first came out. It was I noticed it was put on songs and music of singers that didn't have really big voices and wasn't really big singers. But then they started putting it on. I mean, because it became the thing, they started putting it on. I mean, I heard like dope singers with auto tunes, and I was like, well, why are they doing that? But then I see that that became part of the culture and. You know, and right. other producers were doing this, or so oh. everybody wanted to have a little something, something. So, I know Cher was one of the first ones I remember using auto tone, but the modulation oh, really? wasn't as high as these kids oh, wow. got it now. Oh wow! Yeah, you can. I think That's you can read and look that up. Okay, yeah. I'm going to look uh, that up. But but her modulation isn't wasn't as high as the kids doing it now. Because you can hear the different tones in the auto tone. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I hated myself too. I hated myself. Yeah, I can't Just like Jay Z. Jay Z said he hated too, and he did. Yeah. He in one song he was talking about auto tone, and he did one word in auto tone and went back to rapping. So. Yeah, I I, I just don't like that it's become. And I'm not knocking the kids, and I'm not knocking the trap music, and I'm not knocking those who use it, but it's just it's become the mainstream thing, and I'm like, it just I I just can't stand it. I'm not gonna go into no detail because you know we living in different times now, so I'm just gonna keep it like right, that. Right, 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 right. I can't stand yeah. it, and and you know different producers who work with me and do remixes and stuff. I'm like, look. I know you're going to produce this remix the way you feel fit to do so. But I'm just going to throw it out there and let you know I cannot stand auto tunes. And if you put it on my track, make sure you mix it so well that I can't tell it's there. And then they'll, they'll In other words, they'll don't play use it. it, right? Huh? No, actually, In other no, words, don't they, use it. No, they, they have done some things and some of the things that's coming out down the line where you can't really you can't really tell it 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 is it's there, you know I can tell because I know how I sound when I sing and what I did for that particular phrase or whatever. But you, mm-hmm. it's it's mixed so well. I'm like, so you just had to use it, and it's like, yeah, well, you know, da 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 da. It adds color and it adds this and that. Okay, you do your thing, but I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear my voice. I don't want <laughs> my voice distorted. In no kind of electronical kind of way, so I mean, and that's right. not ego. Right. That's just like quality. I just like a certain sound and ambiance, you know, that I have in my voice, and I want you to hear that. I don't want it distorted with with this thing called auto tunes. Yeah, <laughs> no T, no T pain for you, huh? <laughs> I know. At you all. know, I was watching him the other night, and he said. He said, he, I guess he's feeling kind of guilty because everybody's getting on his case about it. But he said, I didn't, he said, I didn't start all the tunes. And I don't really appreciate no, everybody didn't. getting on my case about it. I'm like, well, you may not have started it, but you, because of you, it's now the mainstream because everybody wants to do all the tunes. And now I find, I, I vocal coach too. And I find that some of the kids that come to me, you know, you know I tell them, like, if you're working on a project, Bring it to me. Let me hear what you're working on. Let me hear what you need help with. I'll come to the studio. 
you know, and I'll help you out with production and stuff or whatever you need vocally. And they will sing for me as I ask them to. And they sing. They actually are singing it in the auto-tuned kind of voice. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. That's not your natural voice. And they're like, I know, but that's how such and such. I'm like, I don't want such and such. They already, you know, they're already out there. My mom used to always tell me there's already one. So now you be something different or or give Mm. what you have to give, you know. And I try to tell the kids, it's like, I don't want you to sound like, there's already, we already have a Rihanna. We already have a, a, a her. We already have a, I'm, I'm just giving examples, but I'm just like, be your own right. person. You know, create your own sound. And it's hard for them to get it at first, but as we go along, they get it. And they like, yeah, be original, be you. You know, you, you don't want to be like everybody else, you know. And, and you definitely don't want to sing correct. like auto-tunes. You don't want to put that right. sound in your voice, like that nya, 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 you know, that nasally kind of, or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the song "Family," and I, I think it's it's the Eli Tubin remix. Is that how you pronounce his name? It's what e- Eli Tubo. Okay. Eli now, Eli I, Tubo. And I knew. Yeah. And I knew he was the engineer on self-destruction, so I was tripping. Mm-hmm. He's he's an engineer on a lot of stuff. If you read the liner notes, yeah. you'll see his name, hip-hop stuff, and, you know, um, yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's dope. Uh, he's, explain that song before well, I Well, family is, family is, you know, we all have families some biological, some extended. And it's basically just a song about me and my family. And, you know, like, you know, I'm the youngest of three. You know, my brother is the oldest. And I, I'm I'm just singing about different things that occur in families, with families, and how we need to, like, stay together as a family, whether it be a blood family or extended or whatever, your cousins or aunts or uncles, god sister, god brother, whomever, you know, we're families and we need to stick together and the different things that happen and transition in our lives as families and it's kind of like a it's a love it's a love song to families basically, if you will.
When we are in 
That's actually going to be released tomorrow. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to um, intervene. Uh, That's going to be released tomorrow on all social media platforms. So that's going to be released um, uh, tomorrow at midnight. Cool, cool. Is this going to be off uh, 
a new project pretty soon? Well, what I'm doing is I've released thus far um, my remixes of the originals starting the last two months. So we've been releasing, okay. at the end of each month, we've been releasing a new remix. Leading up to, I'm going to release my album in the fall. It's going to be an album of okay. remixes in the fall, yeah. And then cool. after that, I'm going to be doing, um, I, I'm a househead, so um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do too much house music in Dallas, in Texas, right? You guys are not really househeads, right? Yeah. You're talking to you're talking to TAZ. I listen to it all. Come on now. Okay, Come now, on now. Do you remember you remember a song called Motherland? It came out in like ninety. It was by a group called Tribal House, and it's a red and black label on Pow Wow Records. It came out no, around I the same do. time that Mandela was released. Okay, the group sounds well, familiar. I don't remember well, that's the me. song though. That's me. Okay. Well, well, look it up when you can. It's called Motherland by Tribal House. Oh, yeah. The producer was Winston Jones, and myself and Pierre Salandi sang. He sang the male um, verses, and I sang the female verses. And I wrote my part that I'm singing, and did all the backgrounds. So it's a it's a great it's a bit it was a big club hit, um, and um, it still is today. They still play it in the clubs and on the radio here in New York on WBLS on Friday and Saturday nights. And um, I think you like it if you're a househead, yeah, because I'm a househead too. Well, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. be coming out with house when music. Was, I'm sorry. When I was in the army, I listened to everything. So you know, there was a couple of brothers from Chicago talking about house music exactly. started there. Exactly. That's where yeah, it did. You know, I know. That's where it started. Yeah. I remember I went to a so, couple of clubs when I was in Mama I Wanna Sing and um I was hanging out with some of my gay friends and they took me to this gay club, I forgot the name of it, um, in Chicago on um what street was I think it was on not Rush. I forget what street it was on, but um they were playing some house music and hadn't really come out here yet. But right. they were well. Actually, a couple of DJs here, like Larry Lee Van from um, um, the Garage, and other DJs here were playing it here. But it originated in Chicago, and when they were playing some songs that I hadn't heard, and I mean, I lost my right. mind. I had a good time that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we wrote our song. I, and I then, love house music too. What? Yes, um, I love it. Before you leave, I want you to tell the audience where people can hit you up because uh, you, you're you on every social media site that I've seen uh, where they can get the music and hit you up. Okay, well, my website is myname.com, which is Karen, K-A-R-E-N, and that's the good Karen, not the Karens whose ass we want to beat, who's out there making havoc. This is the good Karen. I don't know why they used my name for the for the bad Karen situations, but Karen K A R E N and Bernard B E R N O D dot com, and that's my name on all my social media. And um, you can, I mean, I'm I've got stuff on YouTube. I've got stuff 
like you said, on all the uh, social media. On all of it. Um, uh, Spotify, Pandora, Apple, iTunes, um, um, SoundCloud, all over. Right. Thank, thank God. I want to say thank you for calling in. Um, it's been, well, thanks for like having said, me uh, inquiring. Thanks for inquiring. I love the music. I love the music. Thank you. And I'm riding with uh, family. I'm riding with that one. I got to ride with that one. Thank you. Going going in the ride. (laughs) Will. I don't want to let my wife hear it. It's going to be all over then. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be all over then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know. She's going to hear it. And then she's going to go. Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> yeah, I can only hear. No, I hear. said, hey. Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, tell me about the song Truth Is. I guess Sixth Sense is the one who produced it? No. Truth Is, Sixth Sense did the remix. Okay. The okay. original is done by myself and Greg Spooner, which is on my CD, um, Planting seeds, so I have a few CDs out, and you can get all of those on social media as well. I mean, on all the platforms as well. But um, right, yeah. So Greg Spooner and I produced the original. Six Sense did the remix, and um, yeah, that's on my uh, debut CD. Um, some otherness for you. So I have Some Otherness for You. That's my debut CD that came out in 2000. Mm -hmm. And then I have Life at 360 Degrees that came out in like Mm -hmm. 2006 or 7 or something like that. And then I have Planting Seeds, which came out in like 2014, 15, something like that. And then I have several singles that we released. And you can get all that stuff. You can check it out out all on Spotify and if you want to buy uh, hard copy CDs, I'm on CD Baby. Um, you know, the hustle is real. I'm 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 wherever I need to be. Right. <laughs> That's for real. <laughs> Again, th- Hello. thank you, Karen Bernard, for coming through KB in the house doing a and, doing and, a thing. And. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to play Truth Is Have a lovely night. Thank you again. You too, and thank you. My pleasure. Enjoy.